You are listening to Freedom Wrangler's main focus. We are going to talk about something amazing in the Word of God today. We can't wait to share our hearts with you. So why don't you sit back, saddle up, and help us wrangle in the freedom of knowing Jesus. Hi, this is Chanda from Freedom Wranglers. I want to preface this series that Jamie and I are about to start with you and just give you guys a couple of insights. Number one, this podcast series is about body, mind, and spirit. And we're taking into account how we can couple our relationship with God and apply it to our actual physical body, our mind, and our spiritual growth. At no time are we claiming to be medical experts on fitness or health. However, Jamie does have over 12 years of experience in the fitness industry with various different fitness licenses and certifications. So there are topics that we are bringing to light, but these are our opinions as well as Jamie's experience within the fitness industry. So we want you to settle up, sit back, and enjoy this podcast about the body and how we can wrangle freedom within our own physical bodies for Christ. Well, howdy doody, it's Friday, Jamie. Yes, we're ready to wrangle it in, girl. Wrangle, wrangle, Friday. <laughs> we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're on something today. I'll tell you what, it, it must be because it's Friday that we're just like, woo, let's do it. Go, go, go. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, you just feel the freedom in the air. My son gets out of school next week. You go on vacation, you know, it's just, there's just this anticipation. It is, it is to like, just have some downtime and get out of that routine. And it's nice. It's nice to break the routine cycle and just do Mm -hmm. something different. But, um, but routines are good. And uh, Jamie and I have really been praying about, you know, where we want to go with the next few weeks of Freedom Wranglers. And uh, one of the things that's really important to both Jamie and I is taking care of our bodies, taking care of ourselves mentally and spiritually. And so through that, we have really felt impressed by the Holy Spirit to talk about the body, mind, and spirit. And we're going to talk about it in three, maybe four segments uh, over the next couple of weeks and just bring some different views and thoughts, passion from us, um, and and why, you know, we're heading down that road. So, um, and, and this is not a talk about when we're talking about our bodies, we're not talking about, you know, um, going on a really restrictive diet or things like that. We don't want you to get the misconception that that's what this is about. This is about talking about how do we take care of our temple that the Holy spirit resides in and doing it adequately Mm -hmm. and giving glory to God in the same breath with that. So, let me just brag on my co-host for a second here, guys. Um, Jamie, <laughs> listen at you. Jamie has an unbelievable background, and that is why this is something that really ties in beautifully with where we're headed and what we feel God is doing in and through us. And um, she has a background in fitness. She started out as an aerobics instructor in, um, at Carolina girls in Columbia, South Carolina. And then she moved on to get her health direction certificate for instruction within step dance, Reebok cycle, water aerobics, Pilates, yoga. Um, and so out of that, people started to ask her about personal training And um, so that got a little bug in her ear and she went and got her National Academy of Sports Medicine license. And um, then out of working on that, she started doing individual training and teaching aerobics classes. And, um, you know, she worked out of Gold's Gym and was a full-time personal trainer. And she worked with all ages, male and female, you know, she did it all, but really one of her, um, I guess if you want to call it a feather in her cap was that she was also known in Columbia and Chapin as the pageant. Ch- Chapin. Chapin. Oh, sorry. Chapin, Chapin. Sorry. That's okay. I know it's, it looks like Chapin, but it is it Chapin. Does. Yeah. You're, you're not For those Chapin people, just so you know, we're just making sure it's so oh, right. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you. Thank you. As a pageant coach, um, and uh, she helped them get ready for 
Miss Teen USA, um, Mrs. America, Kim Smith Sullivan, um, and Mrs. South Carolina America 2008. She got runner up third. Jamie worked with these girls. Like, I mean, this is, this is amazing. She worked with these women. She trained them. She helped them get fit. She also worked at a chiropractic office, um, more in a therapeutic physical, um, sorry, personal trainer. And so she worked on that with spin classes. So she has a plethora of like 12 years experience. She's probably trained over more than a thousand people. Um, and so she understands diet and nutrition. She understands preparing for competition, fitness competitions, all of those things. Um, and she understands the, the fitness world. She understands that arena in our world, in our society today. And, um, in a way that is very interesting because she sees it from two perspectives. She sees it from a different perspective now than she did originally when she went in to do this. So yes. give us a little bit about of how you started and what your view was like and what your view is now of the fitness industry in America. Oh boy. Um, I could just go on for days on this because, um, you know, when I first started out, going into this industry. Um, you know, I worked at Carolina girls and, um, it, it was all about aerobics. Uh, I, I taught the whole kickboxing. That was a big thing back then kickboxing, yeah. you know, and, uh, the early late nineties, early two thousand. everybody wanted to do the kickboxing, you know, mortal combat, all that That's kind it. of stuff. It was Tybo. It was that guy, it, Billy Blanks. Yeah, Ty, yeah, Billy, but yeah, Billy Blanks. And so everybody wanted to get that because it really did work you good, awesome. you yeah. know, yeah. and you were actually, and it was kind of a functional workout. So, mm -hmm. and so my mentality about it all kind of evolved um, because you do get results from moving. Okay. So you get great results from moving and, um, exercising and moving your body. Um, and especially when you're, um, under the age of 40, man, that weight just melts off, Yeah, just melts off like butter, especially the guys. I mean, the guys will get in shape so fast. Yeah. They could eat anything. The guys could eat anything. They could eat all the sugar, all that. And they just, their weight just drops off. Yeah. But for us women, it's like, we had to be careful about the amount of sugar we took in. Mm -hmm. And, um, especially after the age of 40, mm -hmm. um, because you have hormones that are, you know, changing your estrogen levels and all that kind of stuff changes as you go through that whole, uh, kind of the midlife cycle. Yeah but everything is still attainable. But as for me and mentally I, in that whole industry, being a personal trainer, um, having to, um, be more one-on-one -on -one versus when you're in a group setting one-on-one, mm -hmm. -on -one, you get more, um, how you get more personal. Sure. I mean, you, you learn more about the person's life. Uh, unlike as an aerobic instructor, you're just kind of it's very vague. It's very, they just come in to work out, dance a little, you know, kick box a little bit of it and then they leave. But yeah. with a personal trainer, you're investing into one person. Sure. And, um, so you learn a lot about who these people are mm -hmm. and the reasons why they're coming in there, mm -hmm. you know, they have a purpose. And so I always used to ask them why, yeah. why are you, what is it that you're doing this for? Mm -hmm. You know, because if you don't know why you're not going to get the results yeah. that yeah. you're desiring. And so I would have a lot of people come in there. They just, they just wanted to lose the weight. They just wanted to get they, they had a divorce or they had a situ uh, a situation where, um, they were depressed mm. or something. And then they, they didn't like their body and they just, they wanted to get it into shape so that they can get different attention. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I could actually feel people out to know what it was that we're really coming in for because, um, a lot of it was superficial. Mm, you know, and the, but the thing that's so cool about weight guys, and I want to say this to all y'all is your weight does not define you. It can change. It's not something you're stuck with. That's right. Okay. You are not stuck 
with the weight that you happen to put on because you probably ate a little too much, you know, or you uh, just didn't have time to work out, yeah. you know, but you're not stuck with that body. That's right. So, so as I evolved over throughout the time, I learned that um, a lot of it is a spiritual thing Mm. more so Mm -hmm. than, um, you know, because they're wanting to fulfill something that is rejection they feel inside. Mm -hmm. So they want that to be, um, they don't want to feel that rejection, but, but like I said, it's not something permanent, you know, you can always change it, but the problem is, is the ones that go into it, knowing that that change can happen and then they're not spiritual about Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. They tend, it tends to be their detriment and they tend to go down the deep end, Mm -hmm. you know, and get wrong attention. Mm -hmm. And next, you know, they're left like, okay, I, I look good but I feel so dark inside. Yeah. Super empty. And that's, that's where the flesh has taken over really, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, initially, I guess your perspective probably wasn't like that Mm -mm. and your perspective Mm -mm. changed through time as you grew as a Christian in seeing multiple, multiple people, Um, you know, and I've seen it as well. My, I've, I've been not a, not a personal trainer, but I've been involved in the fitness industry since I was 19 and both my parents are fitness trainers. My dad's 73 and he's still doing it. You know, he's mm-hmm. still training people. Um, Super and, ham. Uh, yeah. Right. And, and I worked with a lot of bodybuilders and I worked out with bodybuilders and I, you learn a lot. I, you know, was trained by a lot of people, but it's understanding the why. And I can attest to the fact that, you know, if you go in with the wrong why you want to do these things and it's all flesh related mm-hmm. and you're not spiritually strong, it is to your own detriment. And you think that you're hot snot. Let's just be mm-hmm. real. I, you know, I went through a full body transformation at the age of 20 and I thought that I was hot snot. I thought I was amazing. And, um, it can change your personality. Oh Yeah. And you're oh, yeah. very self-absorbed. You don't oh, want to yeah. miss a workout, you know, so on and so forth. So these are the things that can be a detriment when you don't have God in your life within fitness. Mm-hmm. But fitness is important. And um, I looked up, you know, what is the definition of a body? And the definition of a body is a physical structure of a person, including bones, flesh, and organs. That's, that's what makes up a body. Mm-hmm. Now, how we take care of our body is really important, you know? Um, And so we're going to cover some of these things on our thoughts, also coupled with Jamie's experience on how do we take care of our body? Mm -hmm. What's important? How do we view it? You know, one of the things that that you said there is that, um, that I wrote down is about perseverance. You know, we all, let's be real. How many times have we started a diet and within like, you know, eating differently, working out and within five days, we expect to see massive goals accomplished, right? Of course. Yeah. We want to be at our goal weight. Yeah. We want to be there like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I did 48 hours of this. I have worked out twice and I have eaten clean twice. I should be at my goal weight. But the reality, Jamie, and you, you can attest to this is you didn't put that weight on in two days. You ain't going to take it off in two days. No, no, no. It's just like having a baby. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's a progressive thing. And, and, it, and it's so crazy because weight will sneak up on you. Oh, you know, yeah. it yeah. sneaks up on you. It's like, okay, a calorie here, a calorie there. You're kind of like, oh, well, the, my, my pants aren't fitting a little. I guess I'll just need to stretch them out a little more, you know? <laughs> And so you just, you just kind of, you just kind of go with it. You know, you can like, you know what I mean? So you still try to fit your, and then you're like, next thing you know, you're laying on the bed and you're like stuffing your body inside your (laughs) jeans and it's like so tight and you're sitting here like, oh my, my goodness. And then, you know, when you really start realizing you gain weight, when somebody takes a picture of you. Yes. And then you look at that and you're like, you're like, all right. I need to do something about that. That looks bad. Yeah. Yes, you're right. <laughs> and that's, you're right. And that's what happens. That's yeah. what happens over the experience I've had. It's been, oh my goodness. I put some weight on 
Look at that picture right there. It's like, you can't see it. It's that body dysmorphia. You don't really see it yep. in the mirror, yeah. but as soon as you see it on a piece of a picture, mm-hmm. when you see it on a picture, then you're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. I have yeah. put some weight on that looks I, I let myself go. I let myself go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. And I mean, I know a lot of people went through this through COVID lockdowns. Mm-hmm. A lot of people put on weight yep. because they couldn't go anywhere. They couldn't do anything. So everybody took up baking. It seemed like, you know, yep. uh, baking bread, baking, you know, cookies, cakes, whatever. I became a specialist in breads and soups. I don't know what yeah. got into uh-huh. me. I thought uh-huh. that I was Martha Stewart, but you know, and everybody stayed in their jammies or leggings because it was still cold out. Um, or guys were like still wearing like their drawstring shorts, you know, their sports shorts, which have elastic. And the real test for me was when I went to put on a pair of jeans and I was like, Oh Lord, we got to wear the jeans more often because it keeps you in check. It really does without wearing those things. So, you know, um, like you said, looking at a picture all of a sudden brings it home and you're like, Oh, okay. I need to do something about this. Yep. And it's not just about the way that we look though. It's about how we feel. It's, it's our energy levels. It's our, um, health. It has to do with our, our joints and we can have inflammation in our joints because we're not taking care of ourselves or taking care of our physical body. You know, the aches and the pains, they grow as you get older. Let's be real. I get out of bed and sometimes I feel like I am a box of Rice Krispies with a whole snap, crackle and a pop on the joints. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. But the more that you work out, whether it be strength training, cardiovascular, it helps support your skeletal, your muscles mm-hmm. support your skeletal system, which will prevent things like osteoporosis for women. Um, you know, it'll prevent that hunchback that you see all the old people get. Yeah. When they're all mm-hmm. humping over. It'll help prevent that yes. because there mm-hmm. is something really important about strength training and all of that. So, yes, you know, why is our body important spiritually? What are your thoughts on that, Jamie? That's a deep question, but spiritually, why is our body important and and what, what's our purpose in taking care of it? Yeah. Um, I've always like, my perspective has changed over the years. And, um, so, um, you know, I'm not so into the whole like figure competition type stuff. Yeah. I'm more kind of the, let's do monkey exercise. Just make sure my bones are strong and you know, that I I look symmetrical, but not overly, you know, here's all the, the muscles, but, but our bodies were designed to be God's servant. You know, we're supposed to be available. So, you know what, just like I did the other day for my son, you know, he could, he was immobile, you know, he hurt his back, you know, so I, he wasn't able to move around and clean his house. His house was a mess. You know, if I wasn't in shape, I probably couldn't have driven all the way down there. Probably couldn't have did all the stuff I could to bless him. You know, I I couldn't have been my full potential, um, you know, that I could have been. I couldn't have been the full potential for him, even though, you know, it was just simple cleaning. I just cleaned his house. I mean, you know, if I wasn't in shape, then I probably would have, wouldn't have been able to help him. Yeah. You know, I probably couldn't have been able to, to lift him or to, uh, do anything to help alleviate his, um, you know, to help him feel better. And, you know, I got a phone call from my son the next day, like, mom, you really blessed me. You know, the Lord Hmm. really, um, the Lord's really doing a number of my life. Lord, and I was so happy that you stopped by to see me, mom. It just blessed uh-huh. me. He's about an hour and an hour and 45 minutes from me. So it's, it's like our full potential yeah. for doing the Lord's work. There you go. There you, you know, go. do you, what are you doing in this body? Mm, come on. What are you doing in this body? Are you using it for something that's not of God? Are you going to use it for him? his glory yes. because we only have a certain amount of time here on this earth. That's right. That's right. You know, and you know, we can't go back in the past and change what's in the past, yeah. but man, this time that we have in this very moment, that's why I was able to pick up and go yesterday wow. and I was ready yep. to be a servant. 
Um, and I'm just so thankful. And I thank you, Jesus. I, I, I praise the Lord that I was given that opportunity to bless him because yeah. in return, it comes back on you. So Absolutely. yeah, I mean, it, your body is the temple yes. for the Holy yeah. Spirit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so what are you doing in it? Exactly. What are you doing? And I think that's a great question. And like you just said, this phrase really just rings true with me. Your full potential for who? Not you, for mm-hmm. God. What mm-hmm. is your full potential? Are you living in your physical body to the full potential and capacity that he's created you to be? And, you know, like you said, you had the energy, Jamie. This is because you take care of yourself physically. And like you said, you're not out there trying to compete in some competition, but you just take regular exercise, regular healthy eating, and you incorporate that into your life. And what does that do? That gave you energy. You had the energy to get up and drive that hour and 45 minutes and then go and take care of your son in his home and then drive the hour and 45 back and get your other son from school and then take care of dinner and so on and so forth. If you didn't do the exercises, if you didn't Mm -hmm. eat right, then you wouldn't have had the energy to do it. I would have not. I probably would have been wanting to go right to bed as soon as I drove back (laughs) and just sort of, I'm done. I'm not going to be able to pick up your Ryan today. I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath and I'm done. You know, mama be done, but you're living to the full potential that God has created you to be. And that's also for me, that's one of my whys is to live my full potential in this physical body that God has blessed me with. He blessed us with our bodies. Now Mm -hmm. I know that there are some people out there that, you know, they have, challenges, physical challenges that they were born with, things they didn't ask for, diseases that attack them. Um, and But they're doing the best that they can with what God has given them. And I look at my son as an example of that. Benjamin can't lift weights. He has muscular dystrophy, but he lives his life in such a way that he tries to live to the full potential of what he's been given and take care of what he's been given. So one of the things for Ben um, having muscular dystrophy is that guys like that, they take steroids to help keep their heart maintained and so on and so forth. And um, that causes you to put on weight. And that happened to Ben years ago. It really bothered him. And he got to a place where he said, you know, I don't want, and Ben's not an overeater. He's not a big guy anyways. And he just said, I don't want this to be like this. And um, he talked to his doctor and they reduced the type of steroid he was on and so on and so forth. And that caused him to lose the weight. And I look at Ben and Ben is extremely healthy. If you were to compare him to another guy, his age that has muscular dystrophy, Benjamin's very small compared to them. Ben weighs about 145 pounds. A lot of these other guys weigh upper 200s. They're very big because Mm. they don't have anything else to do other than eat. Where does their satisfaction come from? They don't get to play sports because most of them don't walk and they're wheelchair bound. And so the satisfaction that they get in life tends to be on their palate. Right. Through the taste. What do they get to look forward to? Yeah. And so I look at him and I think, wow, God's really blessed him in understanding how to take care of his body with the disease that he has to eat things that are good fuel for him. And, Mm -hmm. um, God had placed it on my heart that I have to be healthy to help take care of him, to be able to lift him out of bed. I'm lifting a grown man out of bed in the morning when, when his daddy's not here, you know? So these are the things that I said, well, I have to be healthy and strong to take care of Ben. I can't be old and decrepit. I don't want to spend my golden years with my husband going, Hey, go get my walker, you know, like, cause mm-hmm. my back's hurting and I got the angina. No, mm-hmm. I, want, I want to be in a place where I can say, let's go for a hike today. You know, mm-hmm. well, let's mm-hmm. pack off and, and go to the beach and, and yeah. let's do these things and live life. So yeah. there's, it's, it's never too late to start. Is it Jamie? No, it's never too late. Actually, it's it's interesting. I mean, like I said, that certain things uh, can cause uh, people to inhibit their weight loss, which is hormones. And and yeah. I always whenever whenever I was dealing with that, where people didn't budge on their weight and they did their diet, you know, they did their diet, they did their exercise, but then there was still not um, a 
you know, losing the weight because we would do measurements. Yeah. We do measurements every couple of weeks, like, like every two weeks, I would be checking them and checking their, their body measurements, you know, the width of their chest, their hips, mm-hmm. waist, you know, the thighs, all that stuff. And even their calves, we check everything, yeah. you know, arm width and their body fat. I used a caliper. Yep. I did a caliper method yep. and where I pinched the skin on the back of the, you it's know, the tricep, accurate, right? the back, yeah. And the, you know, of course nobody really likes getting pinched, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is, but, um, you know, and hormones do play a part. I mean, hormones play a part if, uh, they're not getting the results. And so I'd refer them to like what your son had to go through with hormones, Mm -hmm. you know, too much steroid, you know, will gain the weight, you know? So it's like, there's a balance. And so, you know, you could have, um, some things going on in your thyroid or whatever. So you get checked on all that and they could check your balance, especially women over 45. Yeah. Um, they always have uh, issues with hormones and they're like, Oh my gosh, why am I not losing weight? So they go get all that checked out and they check out and they see that there is a hormone imbalance that's causing them not to lose the weight. Yeah. Um, but I always rule out first the diet first. So I, Absolutely. you know, I'm like, okay, well, what kind of diet, mm-hmm. what kind of diet are you doing? So um, so if they're doing like low carb or if they're doing intermittent fasting, I find that intermittent fasting for people over 45 always helps them for some yes. reason, yep. the intermittent fasting, it just gets the weight off. Yeah. And there's a method to the madness. Um, like for me, for instance, I fast in the morning mm-hmm. and I exercise, I do my, my cardio on yep. a fast. Yeah. And that's okay to do that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's actually very healthy by the way, guys, to, uh, work out with, you know, type of walking or going a hill climb for about an hour or so. It's very healthy to be fasting and walking. And actually it's really good for your body. Cause it's not working overtime. Cause it's not breaking down food. Yeah. It's focused on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so cardio's cardio and fasting go well together, mm-hmm. um, in the morning. So, but then about, uh, 1230, one o'clock mm-hmm. is normally when I, when I eat, I'll break my fast, mm-hmm. but then I stop. And then I, um, I'll eat again before six o'clock. And then, so about six fifteen, six thirty, mm-hmm. no more food. I was going to ask you what's your stopping time. So you yeah, stop in the 630. evening around 630 and you yeah, go until 1230. Mm-hmm. What is that? Is that about a 12 hour cycle? Mm-hmm. It's about 12 hour cycle. Yeah. 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 And, and it works for me. And, yeah. you know, I'm not taking any hormones or anything like that. Um, but it just works for my body. Yeah. And I find that my body has been healthier for sure. my body type. Everybody's different. Yeah. So you might do better, you know, having a fast at night or not having a lunch or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Everybody is different. Yeah. Some people have to have their breakfast. But see, I yeah. like to do my cardio in the morning. And that's when I do my fast with the cardio and then weight training. On the other hand, if you're going to do weight training, especially to build your back, to keep your posture. I like to do a lot of that type of, you know, strength training where it's more about posture because as you get older, your back starts wanting to do this and if you sit, then your body's going to do this. So you have to constantly, you know, do this. So back exercises, I guess from working in the chiropractic office for so many years, you learn that those therapeutic modalities of pull downs and, uh, bicep curls and, um, leg extensions more so than hammer curl because the curls tighten your low back. That's right. So you, you know, that you're already, you're constantly in a state when you're sitting where you're constantly in a state where your hamstrings are tight. So they need to be stretched. So I've always focused on those muscles that were overused, Mm -hmm. you know, those need to be stretched and the ones that aren't being used, which is more so the upper back and, um, what about your core? I mean, your core yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? The core, it's so interesting because the core, I'm not a big crunch person. I don't, I don't believe that you should. Do I a bunch hate of them. I hate them so much. <laughs> they just, the more you do them, the thicker you get. To be That's honest right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was never a big fan of that. Uh-huh. I'm more into balance training. So you would stand with one leg and maybe do a deadlift. 
you know, uh-huh. those kind of things or supermans or yes. I was more on that. And I got better results with my pageant girls with doing that's that. more of um, a Pilates type workout. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. more lengthening. Yes. Elongating things, but also yeah. strengthening at the same time. Right? And you still get the muscles there, but it's yeah. just not thick. It's not going to be like that with, because women, women want to have, uh, yes. they want to look figure like. Yes. They want a narrow waist. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to look feminine, which mm-hmm. more so is my expertise, yeah. you're not going to do those, those sit-ups right. and right. all that kind of stuff. You're going to do more balance training. You're wow. going to do stuff, more balance That's training, good. more Pilates, more kind of stuff uh-huh. like that. So, um, but yeah, there's so many things to go into this, uh, yeah. with, uh, exercise, um, and, and everybody has an individual need, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that whole hormone thing because I know yeah. a lot of people struggle with that stuff. And, and it's like, man, I'm not losing weight. I did the inches. I'm not losing inches. And then people are like, my, I just don't have a good personal trainer or something, you know, well, that's like, it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. you know, and it's not that, and you know, adrenal fatigue comes into that. That's when yes. you, your cortisol levels. There's so many different things yes. and, and you're so spot on that, so you have to get your hormones checked, especially yeah. women. Um, and as we get older, it does get harder. One of the things that, um, you know, I wanted to just, uh, chime in on intermittent fasting is I, I like yourself do morning intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd done it years ago and I only recently just was like, you know what, I've got to go back to doing that because it was just so good for me. It gives mm-hmm. you such a mental clarity, I think as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because you would think that you'd be super hungry. Um, but I'm not, I, I'm not like Jones and for something, sometimes I find that I go a little bit longer than say that one o'clock mark. And I have to say, wait, you gotta go eat, you know, <laughs> stop myself and go eat because I get yeah. busy and I don't even sense that I'm hungry at all. Um, mm. but I've also, uh, done a little bit of a study on intermittent fasting. And one of the things that I understood from it was you can also do, you don't have to do like a 10, 12, 16 hour. Um, some people will do a day, so they mm-hmm. will do one day of fasting and then they'll have a day that they eat and they alternate those days. Mm-hmm. That's another yeah. way that people do it. But there's also, um, I, I learned about a, a test recently called the Dutch test and it's a dry urine analysis test that they actually suggest that you take if you're getting into intermittent fasting, because it touches on the hormones. It touches, mm-hmm. it's actually able to get a better reading than a blood test for it. Yeah. Um, and so I found that really, really interesting. You actually raise your HGH hormone when you're fasting. Yeah. Which, so the human growth hormone. So yeah. when you're fasting, you're you're enhancing. So a lot of people think, oh, you're not going to eat anything. You're going to lose muscle. You're going to da 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 I'm like, uh, don't you realize that their HGH hormone increases when you're not eating? Your yeah. body kicks in. It's a surviving survival mechanism. Yeah. It's good for you. It helps your body. You're going to feel better. Going to have the mental clarity. And, you know, even if you're dealing with depression and all that kind of stuff, having that mental clarity and, and all that stuff, it just helps balance your hormones. We don't realize that food can actually mess with your hormones. It really really can. can. And and stress with your hormones. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you don't handle stress, well, then your cortisol levels go up. And for women, mm-hmm. it tends to cause them to hold body fat in their belly. Um, mm-hmm. And then your adrenal glands, you can have adrenal fatigue and that's not yes. good for you at all. And you have yes. to reset your adrenal glands. And there, there's a specific way to eat to reset those, but intermittent fasting helps with that. So, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus fasted. Now he did 40 days. I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> I'm not yet either. I, I was sitting here thinking, I wonder if I could, I could probably go to dinner, but I don't think I could skip dinner. I, you know, yeah. I could probably skip. I could, I could definitely skip lunch and yeah. try that. I know I could do it. I've done it before. And, yeah. but man, when that dinner came around, it was like, yes, I have done food. that. I, <laughs> I've done it till dinner. I've done a 24 hour, um, but there were liquids involved. So it wasn't a complete 
no calorie fast. Um, but it, it, you know, it's super interesting how our bodies respond to these different things. Um, but one of the biggest things for us to do intermittent fasting, it's about self-control. Jamie, we were talking about Galatians 5, 16 through 25. And I really think that it would be beneficial if you were able to just share those scriptures with us to reiterate what we're talking about with self-control, what we're talking about with the fruit of the spirit, you know, all of these things. Yeah, sure. Um, yes. So Galatians 5, 16 to 25, keep in step with the spirit, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, and that is sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Mm. If we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. I kind of went over, but no, that's, fine. that's, that, that's yeah. the end of that portion right there. And it's so good because, and I think for me, the biggest verses, you know, we know like, look, okay, these are the desires of the flesh. And when mm -hmm. people say, you know, flesh, a lot of people get hung up on sexual stuff and it's not, that's not just what your flesh is about. Your flesh is about money, achieving certain goals that, that feed your ego. Really? That's, that's what it comes down to. And you look at that and it's like, man, I, I don't want that stuff in my life. And that's, that's the world. But when you come to the fruit of the spirit and you tap on that last one in verse 23, self-control, really, mm -hmm. that is the key. Because if you have self-control, then you're going to have love. You're going to have joy. You're going to have peace. All these things tie into it. And you're not going to have those desires of the flesh. Well, I'll just go ahead and, you know, I'll quit smoking next week. No. That's not good for you. It causes lung cancer. And we all know it, you, you know, putting tar into your lungs. Come on. That's, that's not okay. And the Lord will help you with it. The Holy spirit that resides in you will stop you from doing yes. that. Mm -hmm. Just like putting the fork down and saying, I'm going to do intermittent fasting. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to fast until lunch. The Holy Spirit will help you and guide you. But then the, the verse 24, that those who belong in Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh yes, yeah. Woo! Mm -hmm. with its passions and desires. And here it is. Since we live by the spirit, let's walk in step with the spirit. That right there walk in step with the spirit because we're going to be led by the spirit. So rather than being led by our fleshly desires to feed ourselves, to deal with our stress by eating that thing, or some people it's alcohol. I'm not yeah. against having a glass of wine here and there, but when you sit and you drink the whole bottle, that's a problem. That's a lack of self-control. Mm -hmm. And we don't, we shouldn't be dealing with our stress, our mental issues. We shouldn't be dealing with it with food and those kinds of things. Instead, right. turn to the Holy spirit. Yes. Yes. But that ties into something we're going to talk about in another area, which is Romans 12 too, which is about the renewing of the mind. See, when you renew your mind, it ties into the physical body. When you renew and you reset your mind in the ways of the Lord, it's going to change everything about you. That's right. 
But we don't come to the Lord and say, dear Lord Jesus, you know, I just can't control myself. I've been extremely gluttonous. I've put on 25 pounds. So do you think that tonight you could just remove that 25 pounds? From the Lord? It ain't going to work that way, buddy. <laughs> not. The Lord it must smile. That way. <laughs> <laughs> he must smile and say, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, let's get you in touch with the, you know, yeah. a gym and work yeah. out. But, um, you know, so what, what are your thoughts there after, you know, like what I just said and, and the lust of the flesh and self-control, Jamie? Yeah, there's so many, so many different things, you know, it, it's it, the thing is, and I know I've explained to you about this, you know, us growing up, well, me growing up in a Baptist uh, environment, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's. It's the good sin, if you will. You know, the ice cream socials on yeah. Sunday nights. The um, my pastor. You know, and I'm not talking about my specific pastor. I didn't grow up with this specific pastor that I'm at. Right now, <laughs> sure, but the one I grew up with in Virginia. You know, you could always ask the pastor about the best restaurant to eat on a Sunday after church. Okay. Mm -hmm. They, it's just, they know, you know, they know about the food. And so it's a, it's an addiction. It could be an addiction, the whole food thing where it's, it's, and it's true. Like when you eat, when you eat something, Mm -hmm. it literally gets the dopamine activated, which is the feel good. Yes. You know, and it's there for a reason. God put it there, you know, so that we'll eat, you know, to we'll enjoy eating. Yeah. But when you overdo it at these ice cream socials and you think, okay, well, this is better than drinking, you know, but then you see the results of what happens when you overeat ice cream or if you overeat, you know, pizza and French fries every day, you know, it's okay. I mean, it's okay every now and again, but it's when you, when you overdo it. Yeah, we're not telling the problem. Exactly. And what we're not saying is we're not saying don't enjoy those things. Mm -hmm. We're not saying, oh, you are only allowed to eat grilled plain chicken, steamed broccoli and plain rice for the rest of your life. That's not what we're telling you. And it has to be four ounces six times a day for the chicken. I'm just kidding. That's very bodybuilder. But but here's yeah. the thing. What we're saying is that you need to have some self-control that if you have goals in your life to get your temple in order, well, maybe going to that ice cream social and chowing down is not the best option. Well, it's just one day. Well, one day turns into two events and, and it snowballs. And before you know it, you've not lost 25 pounds. You put on 30. Yeah. I mean, let's just be real. That's the reality of it. And so sometimes we have to refuse those things and pump the brakes and say, mm-hmm. no, I'm good. I'm going to be here, but I don't have to eat that to participate in community. Yeah. I don't have to put that in my mouth to be a part of the group. Yeah. And it's a shame because Christians just celebrate with food. We all sell, you know what? The world celebrates with food. Let's just be yeah. real. Yeah. It's just a big celebration. It's just a big old, you know, we reward ourselves with Mm -hmm. food and it makes you feel good. I mean, ever since we we were suckling from mommy's breast, you know, it made us feel good. You know, we would have, you know, I don't know if anybody's ever, I've nursed all three of my kids and they make that cute little sound. Oh yeah. And they're feeding from you and you just hear them so contented and it's, you know, you tell that they're just, they call it milk drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah. They get milk drunk. Yeah. And, and that is, um, that's how people get with food. Yes. And you get a craving, you know, like you and I talk about, you ever get a hankering. Um, and, and I love that word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might have a hankering for, I, I went through a period where I had a hankering for tomatoes mm-hmm. and I could not get enough tomatoes. Well, come to find out I got sick not long after that. Well, tomatoes have vitamin C. My body was craving vitamin C and that's why I couldn't get enough tomatoes. And I know that sounds like a crazy food to crave. Mm-hmm. No, I was not pregnant. It was just my body's signal saying, you need to eat more of this because I need to prepare your body for what's coming. Yeah. And you're, you've got to learn to listen to your body. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people fail to listen to their bodies to yeah. understand how, you know, we use two terms, you and I, to either fuel your body, how do you fuel it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you heal it? And you That's can right. both with food. That's right. For fuel, come on now, if you're going to fuel your body on a Snickers bar, three times a day, you ain't going to get very far. 
No. And that's the problem, like with a lot of people who work in an office job, you know, they have these, you know, vending machines. And I remember I, I used to work in places yeah, like this and they just have too. these instant packaged deals and you just, you know, you just need that sugar. And it's amazing. It's true that once you eat that, all of a sudden you can get through the whole computer session. You, you know, do. it's like, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, I can do this now. And then you need a Red Bull or you need it. And then that's because you crash because you yeah. crash after the first one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, I need a Red Bull. I need a monster. And then you're drinking these high caffeinated drinks. And then you're wondering why your heart's racing so fast. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm turning into a monster myself. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, it's, it's very unhealthy. And I, and I get it because yeah. I've been there if anybody. And I think that's why I've changed over the course of my understanding because I actually had a sit down desk job. The Lord allowed me to have an opportunity where I was sitting at a desk and actually experienced some of that weight gain. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And I saw the picture of myself. I was like, Oh no, this is not happening to me. I am so unhealthy. This is this something got to change. <laughs> this this exactly. is not me. And it and it's true. It doesn't make you who you are because you put the weight on yourself. Okay. But it does show the depravity of, of the state of mind you're in, mm -hmm. uh, health wise, how you're mentally, um, being, being, um, you know, a, it's affecting you mentally, how this job is stress, yes. cortisol, yeah. you know, is this job healthy for me? Am I not healthy? I mean, I need to provide for my family, mm -hmm. but I need to, in order for me to provide for my family, I've got to make some changes here on how I'm eating yeah. and seeing if that will help me feel better instead of running to the vending machine, going back to the vending machine and, and trying to sup that to think that that's going to satisfy when all it does is cause the weight gain. Exactly. So, I mean, I get it. I understand if anybody me understands, too. I do, it happens. But that's not who you are again. That's right. You can change it. It can yes. change. It's a, it's a renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. And you could still lose the weight without having to um, quit your job. Exactly. And, you know, you, you talked about, you know, you, you go to the vending machine and then it's the cycle that you get through. And we're not criticizing anybody because we both have been there. I worked in an yeah. office. You worked in it. an office. Mm -hmm. We've all done it. Um, but we realized that, wait a second, this is not helping. And then what you go through is you go through this mental thing where you become cloudy. Then you become down because you don't like the way that you look or the way that you feel. And so then you end up with depression or anxiety and you end up on antidepressants or anti-anxiety medicine. And that doesn't help either because both of those add to weight gain. And to be honest, I've heard so many people say, um, well, I just don't have the energy to work out. I have news for you. I get it. But as soon as you start working out, you're going to see your energy levels go up. And I know it sounds crazy, but that's the truth. You know, as soon as you start doing that. And so Jamie and I talked about these percentages of what this is just practical talk of exercise and food. And really for you to get success, it's 80% what you eat and 20% yes. exercise. That's right. So 80, 20, if you're thinking about like ground beef, that's what it is. 80, 20. Yeah. That's the, there is a method to the madness. There is yeah. a formula. The formula is just so it's 80% diet. And then the 20% is the exercise. So you, if you're killing it on the exercise, but then you're screwing around on the, the food, yep. you're not going to get the results that you're desiring. And it's, it's just not going to, it's not going to happen. It's not going to, it, it may happen, but it'll go very slow, like a turtle and, and you'll feel bad. And oh, absolutely. Feel bad experience. And you're just going to crash. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, and the calories in and calories out. It's true. And I get a little, and I, and I'm going to be on a little soapbox for just a second here. Um, I get really upset when people start getting on all these meat diets. Mm. Okay. Where they're eating a lot of sausage or you know uh pork and all these meats and all this chicken and then they're just just saying oh you can't eat any rice or nothing and they're but they're eating so much of it yes i'm like do you not understand that you're you're gonna have a you're gonna get cholesterol 
Okay. Your cholesterol levels are going to go up. Yeah. You're losing weight, but you're full of cholesterol, which is a sneaky way of getting a heart attack. Absolutely. absolutely. And it, it's just, it, you'll lose the weight. And I see a lot of these people that get real skinny from it, but then their, their arteries are clogged. Well, and it's not good Terrible. for the bowels either. You oh know, my gosh. I completely agree with you. Now I tend to lean more towards a ketogenic diet, but there's macros involved in that. And the amount of protein I eat is, is very small. I get mm-hmm. a lot of my carbs from vegetables and then mm-hmm. I do eat fats, but I eat good fats. I eat coconut oil, avocado oil. I eat avocados. I would yeah, eat avocados some, are excellent. Yeah. Eat, I eat nuts. I eat, you know, good fatty mm-hmm. nuts, like walnuts, things like that. Brazilian and, nuts are really good for you. They're extremely good. So there has to be a balance and people misunderstand the ketogenic or a low carb diet. And they think, I'm just going to, I don't eat any vegetables. I don't eat any of the breads or any of that stuff. And guess what? I am just going to eat bacon, bacon and butter. And they create a diet out of bacon and butter. And that is- Yeah, they'll put butter in their coffee. Yeah, they'll put butter in their coffee as a creamer. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, or they will do, um, now I have used MCT oil, which is made from coconuts and it's a very high fat oil that is really good for you. But And it gives you the um, extra energy and those things, the fuel for your body. Because when you do something like the ketogenic diet correctly, it turns your fat into fuel. And then once you've reached your optimum weight, it turns your food into that fuel as well, you know, and then you just burn the food and you're no longer burning fat, but it focuses on the right kind of fat and not the wrong kind of fat because you have two different types of fat in your body and so on and so forth. But it's not something that we just say, okay, well, I'm doing the ketogenic diet and I'm going to eat cheese, bacon, and butter. That that is not okay. And people that go around saying I'm doing lazy keto, well, let's have a talk because that's not okay either. That's my personal opinion, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I did a lot of research and read a lot of things before I, I got into that. But I agree with you. Uh, you have to have a balance in your protein mm-hmm. intake. And so for me, I if I have a bread, it tends to be made more like with almond flour or mm-hmm. with... Um, coconut flour. Like I made biscuits the other morning for my family. Well, they were actually made with egg whites and they had almond flour in them and (laughs) they were fantastic. The boys just loved them. I was like really surprised to be honest. And it had butter, you know, mixed into my almond flour, but I struggle to process wheat in my body. Gluten really is something that upsets my stomach. It makes me very unwell. I learned that through a period of trial and error. You know, like you said, you have to learn your body. Yeah. Everybody has a different body. Everybody responds differently. And, uh, some people have allergies to certain types of breads and, you know, that, I mean, that's the reason why they have a certain section for people, you know, that can't eat bread, you know, they can't eat it, you know, um, it causes all kinds of digestion issues and it, you don't want that. You, you want your digestion, you want your digestion to work. Yeah, (laughs) not against you. You want to keep your body clean Uh and working and keep the lymphatic system flowing to get rid of all the nastiness out of your body, which goes back to drinking water, right? Yeah. How much water should we be drinking, Chanda? I, from what I have learned and studied half your body weight, you should drink in water. Mm -hmm. So, you know, half your body weight. um, And, and that is that's what you should be consuming in ounces every day. And, you know, you can drink too much water mm-hmm. that can mess mm-hmm. up your kidneys. You yep. can actually have too much water just as you can have too little water, but water is like, it's for, it, it filtrates through your organs. It, it balances your skin. You end up with really dry, nasty skin. You ever seen a woman and you think, dang girl, you've been out in the sun too long. No, she just drank Coke her whole life. Yeah. You know, and don't tell me you don't like the taste of water. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life because it has no taste. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, do I have the occasional Coke zero? Yeah, I do, but I don't have them every day. Yeah. And I, I that's me with my Splenda root beer. I like my little frosty root beers and it has Splenda in it Uh and I'll have it. And it's funny. I'll use 
I like to have an ice cream float every now and again. And yeah. again, it's every now and again. It's not every day, mm-hmm. but it's like as a special treat, I'll have it. You know, That's we'll have right. a special treat on our treat night. Exactly. Exactly. And those, you know, so I, I am a strong believer of, of a couple of things. Number one, you need to understand whatever diet you choose to do, whether it be given to you by a fitness trainer, or it's something that you do research on and you say, I think that that sounds like the one for me. It has to fit into the context of your lifestyle. Yeah. So if you are going to tell me that you're going to do a juicing diet for the next, the rest of your life, well, that's just crazy. You're never going to do that. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. You might be able to do it for a week, but yeah. you know, that's not healthy either because you're just consuming a whole lot of sugar and that's not good fuel for your body either. So there's a balance. It's got to fit in the context of your lifestyle. And you need to understand that for me, like with ketogenic, I understand that, um, there's certain things I have to supplement. So magnesium, everybody should be supplementing magnesium, to be quite honest, because magnesium is actually a mineral that used to be in our soil. And notice I say used to, because it's no longer found in our soil um, because we have overworked the land. And according to the Bible, we should work the land. And on the seventh year, you let it rest and you move on. And you go use yeah. a different plot of land to grow your vegetables. We've not done that consistently in our country. And we have depleted our soil of magnesium, which you would generally get in your vegetables. And we don't get that now. So you have to supplement it because for magnesium, magnesium is something that actually helps you sleep. It helps you with your digestion. Um, and magnesium is also something that really can help you from having like muscle cramps and things like that. So potassium is also another thing. But I understand I don't get a lot of that. So I have to add that into what I'm doing. Um, Jamie, is there something, is there such a thing as overtraining in your opinion? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. You can totally overtrain your body. And it's been proven that um, if you overdo your cardio, for example, if you do more than uh, an hour or so mm-hmm. of your cardio, you have to use some electrolytes to uh, to get it back because you sweated so bad. And like soccer players, they typically have Gatorade on hand, you know, because they do so much running. And it's not just it's not just a walk. I mean, they're sprinting. So this yeah. is not, um, you know, a casual, you know, walk or mm-hmm. or anything like that. You have to use electrolytes and stuff because you can, you can go through adrenal fatigue, which means that your body will just break down on you. It'll just be like, um, I'm so tired. Like, you'll know when you have adrenal fatigue, because you're so tired. You don't want to do anything. You just feel like you just want to take a nap. Yeah. And that's a sure sign of adrenal fatigue. And, um, Really, for electrolytes, really you just need some salt, really some good salt with some in some water, and yeah. that'll help that'll help uh, get you back on track and get your electrolytes going again. And, and, and so my other question with that, because that's, you know, that's the cardio side of things, but with weight training, you know, you run the risk of, of injury, muscle injury, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You training can... on weights as well. So there, oh, yeah. there's a balance and that's why exercise really is just 20% of it it's 20% of your success is that, you know, balance of understanding what you eat versus your exercise. And yes, that those two imbalance is mm-hmm. so, so important. Yeah. And, um, you know, for me at the end of the day, it's, it's fitting it into the context of your lifestyle. It's understanding that the body our bodies are the temple of the Holy spirit. It says that in first mm-hmm. Corinthians six, 19 and 10, 19 and 10. That's a total uh, typo on my part, 16 and 20. Um, so the Holy spirit lives inside my body. I want to take care of it because I yeah. want to live long enough to continue to do what you said earlier, which is do God's work. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. how we do this. You know, um, I, you mentioned body dysmorphia and for those people that might have that out there, uh, Psalms 139, uh, 13 says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. That's right. Look at yourself in the mirror. Don't talk bad about yourself. Speak life to your body. That's right. 
That's right. And like I said, I mean, it's we're in this body and you may not like what you see, you know, weight wise. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so overweight, but it can change. It's your body's subjective, to, but it, it's going to change to where you're supposed to be for your unique figure. Everybody has a different figure. Yeah. You might not look like Susie Q in her <laughs> regular jeans. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. You might have a different bum than she does, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you your expectations need to be realistic. Amen. Amen. Okay. Yes. And, you know, that's where, but we need to also realize who we are in Christ. And yeah. you'll find that, that the closer you are in the Lord, the more he's going to transform you into who you need to be as long as you're putting your trust in him. And I think he'll help you get to where you need to be yeah. and health wise. Absolutely. You know, you just need to rely on him and you'll see, you'll be a much more well-rounded, mm-hmm. um, you know, much more well-rounded in your results and your goals. Yeah. You know, because God has a plan for you. He sure does. And, and these are the, you know, these are good things. And Jamie and I are just talking from our personal experiences. Um, we're not pushing intermittent fasting on anybody. No, if you want to try, mm-hmm. try it. There's timers you can get on your phone. Yep. that will help mm-hmm. you track, you know, when you're mm-hmm. doing it. Um, if you we're not pushing, I'm not pushing a ketogenic diet on anybody that it, it's balance. It's learning how to eat for your body. Like Jamie just said, learning how to, what workouts, what extra, what, what's fun for you when you work out. I love to lift weights, yeah. but I know that I build muscle really fast. So I don't go and lift weights. I actually use resistance bands because I know that I'm not going to, I'll tone up, but I won't bulk up and I don't want to bulk mm-hmm. up, you know? Um, yeah. if you like walking, find a great place to hike. If you want to ride a bike, whatever it is, if it's dance, find something, but move, get out there and move, get in some oxygen is what we would say. And just remember that, you know what? Self-control is going to be a big thing. Yes. Into self-control with the Lord Mm -hmm. and renew your mind, change your Mm -hmm. mindset. Yep. And uh, there was one thing that I did. It, it takes 21 days to make a habit or 21 days to break a habit. That's right. Give yourself 21 days of change. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. do it. Yep. With and you know what? There are so many tricks out there that do help you get to your goals. Yeah. I have found that the people that I had in my past over the 12 years that I was in the industry, um, I had them go on an app called uh, calorieking.com. Mm. And what they did is they literally, it's a science because it is essentially calories in, calories out. Kind of like when you do your macros, yeah. you know, there's a specific way you have to eat and you will get results. Yeah. But with the calories in, calories out, it's important also to realize what what are those calories that you're utilizing? Because you could be using calories that are potato chips, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you're not getting any energy from it. You know, uh-huh. it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm taking these calories in and, and it's like, oh no, you know, I don't feel good. Yeah. So they don't work. But, but I have found over the years that people that did, did count the calories and Try. then worked out man, their weight just, just came off. It was just off because, you know, they, they had self-control yes. about what they were eating. I mean, and they would eat certain things. They just didn't eat a lot of it. It's kind of like pushing the food away, but it's yep. like your macros. It, you have a specific amount of food that your types of foods you're eating and it's laid down proportionately That's right. Yeah. and you weigh it. Uh-huh. And then you'll get an idea of how much your particular body can take in. Yes. Because everybody's different. That's right. But, um, but yeah, but I'm just saying, if you want to do the easy route for losing the weight, calories in, calories out, it yeah. works every time. 80% is diet. 20% Amen. is uh, exercise. You are guaranteed to get results that way. Now, if you, like I said, if you have hormone issues or if you're on inhibitors or any type of uh, drugs that inhibit uh, you know, hormones and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it will affect your weight as well yeah. because you got water weight too. That's so right. those are all key factors. So you want to get your check, your hormone levels, if you're having trouble with that, but calories in calories out, you never go wrong with that. 
And then the 80, 20 ratio. Yeah. It's, it really does work and you're not stuck with the weight that you're at. You're never stuck. No, that's, that's a great word. You're never stuck. And, um, you know, calories matter in every type of diet. Let's just be real here. It matters in ketogenic too. It matters. I might be tracking macros, but my calories matter. I could, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to sit and eat an entire bag of almonds because although they're a great piece of fat for me, Mm -hmm. they've still got high calories. So you have to do it in moderation. You know, you portion things out. So um, Jamie's right on, on the mark there with that. So we just want to encourage you. If you're trying to set some fitness goals for yourself, write it down, find yourself a place to track your food and your calories, find out how much your body needs per day to lose weight. And we don't want you losing weight at a crazy rate. Average is roughly two, one to two pounds a week week. is a a good goal for anybody. It's a healthy goal. So anyways, you guys be blessed. Have a wonderful weekend and uh, wrangle in the freedom and take care of your temple. That's right. And we'll, we, we have a series going on with this. So this isn't the end. We have so much more to share. We just can't get it all packed in in one session. It is. It's a lot, but we're excited about it. All right, guys, be blessed. And we'll be back next week. See y'all later. You've been listening to Freedom Wranglers. That music right there is Later Alligator by Shane Ivers, and you can find that at www.silvermansound.com. We also want to thank Goodman Ministries for all of their financial support for this podcast. Now, don't you forget to saddle up, sit back, and wrangle in freedom this week.